We are back. We, we are, are getting Doug back. <laughs> That's right. It's Rossi and Wrestling. I'm uh, the Rossi and Rossi and Wrestling. You are the Wrestling and, and, and Rossi and Wrestling. This is uh, my tag team partner in the podcast fair, Billy D twenty four eleven on the Twits. Uh, Billy, what's going on? I'm back. Better than never. No, probably not. But the we're next back. line of that is incredible. <laughs> I have the knack of making things better. Uh, kind of. Well, this was, this egomania. Well, now he's doing SmackDown. But uh, I heard. Yeah. Well, hold on, he's hold not on. Anything better. I've heard a few things. Don't know what's true because it's wrestling, and we just like to talk about it. Uh, and you like to listen about it. Is that it's a? He's been advising for the past several weeks. Come the Tuesday, the Friday, once they debut on on. Fox is when he's officially really like he's in there now, but he, they're like reorganizing the writing team. Because since we've been gone, yeah, we've been Kelly gone for Clarkson a little bit. Style, it's been fucking terrible. It's been bad. Uh, Kofi and Orton has been really the only thing. Shane McMahon, holy shit. Yeah, that's not not good. Fucking terrible. It's like, unwatchable. I, I consider myself the positive wrestling fan. Probably be a segment on this podcast going forward as we make some adjustments. But I would say that he, Shane McMahon. Storyline, everything terrible. is is unbearable. I made the comment earlier, and I stand by it now. After thinking about it, he's been the worst thing in wrestling, at least in the last five years, and he's killed everything he's touched since winning the best ever tournament or whatever the fuck it was. It was the best, best in, in the, the world. world tournament. He ruined the Miz, who was hot and at the time. Just so he you know, ruined... that best in the world. Just to reiterate that, he wasn't supposed to be in the match. The Miz, in, quote unquote, fake injured his ankle. Don't forget, this also was in Saudi Arabia, and he fought Blood. Dolph Ziggler in the finals. And beat Dolph Ziggler. So from there, it's just been a cascade of he murder. He ruined, ruined Miz. He Absolutely. ruined the Scottish psychopath when he was getting some steam. He took the best non-wrestling act, made him a wrestler, and took away his non-wrestling part, Elias. Yeah, ruined him. He ruined three really good things. The only thing and now somehow he's ruined Kevin. Well, yeah, he, Kevin Owens is still doing well, but he's no. I still think against a piece of shit here. Yeah, I don't think Kevin Owens is is. He's not must-see TV. He's not exciting. Him versus Shane McMahon is... Uh, I can just see somebody in the back like, we're going to recreate Stone Cold versus Vince. But yep. it's like, yeah, if no Vince, one cares. Vince said that. Yeah, but I don't even think Vince is that dumb. Yeah, he is. Yeah, maybe he is. But, uh, yeah, if Shane McMahon is just... it's it's. I hate to ever say it's really unwatchable, but on SmackDown this week, I watched that segment, and I was like... This is just bad. Yeah. Kevin Owens was fired last week. I thought it was going to be a cool storyline. NXT's becoming its own brand. Kevin Owens has a lot of history there. Maybe he's going to go to NXT for a few weeks. Like, Hell no. As a thing. Nope. He just showed up, was told to come over the barrier or barricade, given a mic, and he basically told Shane McMahon that he's going to sue him and, and he's going to get fired. It was unwatchable. You know it's why? Because I didn't watch most of it. I fast forwarded it. You can't watch If you're a wrestling fan and you actually watch that whole thing, God bless you. Thank you. Um, I need as much blessing as I can get. But you mentioned it, NXT. I'm surprised you didn't say we're doing a live reaction. <laughs> I, well, it's because it is and it isn't. Uh, by the way, we will. We will. Once I learn how to do a live thing. Oh, we can but, stream. Well, we actually could. We could be on YouTube right now. But nonetheless, uh, so debut of NXT on USA. Your, For an hour. Your, th- your thoughts. Well, the stream was troublesome. Yeah, we had a couple had issues. some problems. When we- you unplug the old cable, there are some good days and some bad days. Yeah, but we got most of it. I said that I thought a couple of matches should have let off in hindsight afterwards, but the women's match, the leadoff, I loved it. I love all of those women. Uh, Io Shirai, whew. Yeah, she's Damn. she's really, really strong right now. She's I'm, beautiful. I'm, I thought she was going to get the win. Uh, surprised she didn't. I know, I guess they just don't want to go heel versus heel. I thought Bianca Belair was going to get the win. She was a stud early in the match, too. A and lot I'm, of great stuff. I'm her. not normally impressed by her work, but she was re- she was hitting hard in this match. I thought the women, I always get nervous. Here, Here's my issue. 
when it's a women's match and you have like I don't want to say women that don't have as much experience because they clearly do. They've been around the world, most of them, except for Bianca Belair. I think she's an NXT product. But you know, most of these women have had a lot of experience. But like they're showcasing, they're the very first match in the history of NXT being on. I'm glad cable. they did it. Because the first time NXT debuted, period, I believe the first match was Sami Zayn and Cesaro. Yes, on who the... Who have fought together for years on yeah, the indie circuit. And they're just huge, huge stars even before they got there. And like you said, kind of the women were too. But they were put in a huge spot, and I thought they del- they over-delivered. Yeah. And the only other match I said it... I said the Dream should have been, and he was kind of clunky. That match wasn't that great. And we'll get to that in a second. But the, the Leo Rush... Match the way that started with uh, Biff Music. Oh my God! <laughs> I said it to you. I was like, maybe this should have been the match to start because I think that's the one thing you really want to show to a brand new audience is how crisp and fast those two guys were. I thought the women were real close, and for with the spot they were put in, I thought it was great. Yeah, I think looking now at both the products, the way that Oni Lork and Leo Rush match started, holy smokes! It had a little bit of lull in the middle, but I would say I'd go with the women and WWE with everything they've done for this women movement, women empowerment, which I'm all for. I think this was a really good like step in that direction. And getting a strong white meat baby face in Candice LeRae getting the win was, I don't want to say shocking, but it's going to be interesting. She, now we get I wouldn't the, have picked her. Neither would I. And I don't... Her versus Shayna Baszler is so like I think David we've Goliath. seen all the other ones pretty much though now. I think I don't she was know, the only except for oh Io Shirai, yeah, yeah before she turned heel you're right I don't, Mia Yim yeah she she faced her at the didn't she face her at one of the most recent I don't movies? think she's at a takeover right I think the last takeover was oh, was that her yeah the last takeover just wasn't all that good because she, it was the one of the money in the Bianca bank Bears uh, Belair Belair's no that was at New York yeah oh that was that was a four way at New York with yeah. Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler oh that was at the last pay per view yeah. Are you sure? You keep saying yeah, but I don't think you're actually telling me the truth. You're just saying the word yeah. You're like a little John. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's going to be interesting. Candice LeRae is going to be against uh, Shayna Baszler on the day. Well, I shouldn't say it this way. The full two Shayna hour. Shayna Baszler beats Mia Yim, retains NXT women's title at NXT TakeOver. Which one? Toronto? Toronto. Okay, then you're right. Yeah, I knew it. So okay, so I she has to. So it's, 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 yeah, I know that pay per view wasn't all that hot. Uh, it was the first time I could definitely say WWE won the the battle of, of the two events with SummerSlam. Anyway, so you're gonna get Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler two weeks. That will be the night when AEW and NXT officially start their Wednesday night wars. Yeah. I think that's a strong way to start. You can see WWE's putting a lot of focus on television right now. We don't know a lot about pay per view matches, but we are seeing you know where you're gonna have Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston on a t- television match. First time Brock Lesnar has fought on television in 15 years. Yeah. And you know who his last opponent was? You've probably seen this if you've been on Twitter today. Stone Cold? No, no he never fought he Stone Cold. He refused that yeah. match, right? Stone Cold did. I don't know. Who? On SmackDown, the last television match he fought against, Hardcore Holly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Also had a famous, probably underrated feud. Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, Royal Rumble, I think, 04? Yeah, Three? shout out to the podcast when I liked it, the Something to Wrestle With. The Hardcore Holly <laughs> podcast, one of the better podcasts they've ever done. You were, yeah, you were really I big on that. that. I think one, I remember you but... tweeting about it. I remember listening to it. I thought it was good, but you were like, you were smooth. It was a fun it. one, yeah. Well, it was, because it was one of those, like, what a guy with so many stories. Just the, the fact that he says, give me the belt and I'll beat everybody's <laughs> <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> give me the belt and my beating everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are we going to get you there? I'm going to beat everybody. Pin them on their back. <laughs> and what do we do after? I'll beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I wish they gave it to him. Yeah, it would have been great. Because w- if you think about it, think about wrestling in the landscape we're in now. That's how most guys get to the top. It's just you beat everybody and you keep beating them. Like, look at Roman Reigns. That was his character for a while. Yes. the uh, And 
JC of the Jabberknocker brought this up. Roman Reigns, and you're just taking a drink as I said it, so two birds, one stone there. There you go. The only non-title match on Night of Champions. It's the Roman it Reigns make, title. It, it really is. It's like The Undertaker's undefeated streak. Yeah. Hey, get Roman Reigns a match. But I will say this, and I will say at this point, it is I my my focus is certain. That storyline's all over the place. Don't, I'm not going to worry about the storyline. I've hated it. I've loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of back to loving it. I, well, especially that Luke Harper's back. Um, but To me, that's the least... Like I loved Luke Harper. Great match with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, ladder match. TLC. Great, great. Phenomenal stuff. Dude, people underestimate how good Roman is in the ring. I I will say he's I'm an absolute one. stud. And his, I know SmackDown, you didn't watch a ton, but he did one of those backstage uh, like setup uh, yeah, interviews yeah, with, yeah, with Michael Cole. And I was sitting, my he's wife, an intelligent Din, dude. Din, yes, he is. But didn't even said it. She's like, I need more of this. Yeah. When they're out in front of the crowd, promos can really suck. Now we can talk all day. We did our worst promos. You know, we've had our issues with Ronda Rousey. By we, I mean you. And but think if they did more of that with her. How much better she would have came across. A pre-produced one? Yes, yeah. in the back with like sitting down with, at the time, could have been Cole, JR, when he was still with the company. Like That's what you need from some of these guys that you don't want to put in front of a live there's crowd There's very talking. few people that are great in front of a live crowd. Right now, there's a few you can name off. Kevin Owens, The Miz, you know, John Cena, if he comes back. Oh, yeah, John Cena's one of the there, there's a There's a few of those guys right now. I think Seth Rollins can do it. Like, no, he can't. He's the worst. Even, even if the, you don't he's like it, fucking he, but terrible. he can do it. Yeah, I could do it. Am I going to do it well? I, I, I totally can. could. I can do right, it better than fucking We're going to do a make-a-wish. We're going to say you're, inter- you're dying, <laughs> and I'm going to get you in WWE ranked. We're stuff. all dying. Go, wait, slowly. Yeah. It's kind of like when you take <laughs> a car off a lot. You know what they say. It's, yeah, it's already Value goes down. Yep, I mean, we're all growing mustaches very slowly. At least men are. No, right. women do too. Yeah, exactly. See? So I bet you there's a woman listening We're to the podcast right now, who's, now, who's now just like touching her. There's top no of her women lip. listening to this podcast. I bet you there's one. Yeah, if you are, tweet at us. I bet you she stumbled uh, upon our us. Twitter is. Yeah, at twenty at twenty four eleven. Just hey, we're gonna talk about that in a second too. A couple things about the number eleven, as we know, our, our podcast doesn't. I think we're gonna we oh, should yeah. talk about some new scales, but also the fact that today this is totally random that there was the rumor going around how the Patriots are gonna be wearing the old school nineties uniforms. Wait, they're not. And it was all false. Oh, man, I got my hopes up. I saw Ty Law in that picture yep. rocking those, like, blue... Yeah, I called it... What were the pants that that guy got jumped by Imperium tonight? Oh, the uh, Zubaz? Zubaz. Like, that was the day oh, of, like, Zubaz. So great. I those actually, Patriots jerseys. I need to order an old-school Ty Law one like that. I what love those, those Umbro, jerseys. What were those called? That, like, style when it's, like, the soccer. It's, like, Umbro or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm but anyways, the point is that there was a big... Neither am I. The pitch match? I don't know. Anyway, so they were rumors that the Patriots are going to wear those old school 90s unis. And fucking I'm like, awesome. they need to do this. This needs to happen. It's the only uniform that Tom Brady has not worn that has been in Patriots history. Yeah, he's worn the white. He's the worn white, the red. The red. And everything else. Yep. And that's the only one. Get wow. it on him. Get yeah. it on him. And then that was a big false rumor. I mean, I did when they switched to those. I was like, yeah, but now that it's retro, I, I it's just something about it's nostalgia. Yeah. Like I, whenever I, I still have a Bledsoe jersey of that, and I saw the other day I was at Market Basket with someone wearing a Bledsoe jersey that looked like that. I'm like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I got a Ty Law one, I think at Caldor. No, a Curtis Martin one at Caldor. Caldor. Oh, it was great. Uh, good times. Uh, speaking about good times, you know, also another random fact. Today is, I think, the 37th anniversary. Of the 30... Good Times Emporium? And... No, but you might have been playing games like this. Punch Out. Is it really? Yeah, today is the uh, September eighteenth, nineteen eighty something. I think eighty eight. Great game. I could. I've never beaten it. Have you? No, no. I've never beat Mike Tyson. No matter how hard I tried, I had all the codes. Anthony I claims tried. he's beaten him. You know what? It sounds like a liar. Yeah, no. I've I, never seen I the think game. Bobo beat him. beat him too. I think that sounds like a lie too. I've never. I've never once seen the game 
beaten with uh, not on YouTube. Like the only way I ever saw the end of the game is when Mike Tyson like congratulates you is when the somebody played it on YouTube. I know that one night we were having a party at oh, my we were place. All playing it. We were all playing it, and Jimmy Holland said he could beat. Oh. What was it? He could beat somebody without like. He, he's, <laughs> no, he, his controller was broken. The Wii controller he was using wasn't working, but he says I can still beat it, and he lost to Glass Joe. Joe. And then he said it's because the controller is broken, and it was not. And we found out it was not. He yeah, because Anthony beat him without taking yeah, a punch. Glass right after. Joe. I've never uh, seen anybody lose to him till that night. It's almost impossible. Yeah, huh. good times. But Punch Out, maybe one of the best video games of all time. Is it the I best still... sports game? This this debate was oh, had earlier because wow. I think okay. uh, it was like National okay. Video Game Sports Day. What they're getting? Ridiculous <laughs> it was National now. Video Game Day the other day. I'm gonna say best sports game. Do do racing games count? Sport? Sure. I mean, like uh, Mario Kart. At my at my work, they put out a poll, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, I believe, won. Oh snap! That was a great game. That's a great game best sports game ever for me the most fun i've ever had playing a video game has gotta be nhl 94 is by far and away i think the best one the most replayable but the most fun i've ever had playing a video game another fun jimmy holland story is uh nba street volume two nba jam no well that's a great game too but nba street volume two i got when i had mono shout out to sam sam donald Uh, kissing dirty chicks yeah (laughs) that's probably how i got it um so I got it when I had mono, and I got so good at the game because I played it every day. And Jimmy Allen was like, "Oh, I'm great at this game. I can, I can destroy you." I beat him twenty-two nothing, and the games were to twenty-one. Because if you get a game breaker, oh, it's twenty-two. Can... <laughs> so I, NBA Street was not one of my. I was a big NHL hits when it comes to those. Oh, it's games. great NHL virtual hits. tennis. Oh man! So if I had to really think the best sports game, though, I think NBA Jam is is up there. Tecmo has got to be up there. Punch Out, I have to put it in the category. It has oh, to be a top five. It's totally fun. It's just one of those games that's just so fun to just pick up and play, and but you don't need to know anything. The only thing I don't love about that game, as opposed to the other ones, is you can't play against a friend, which yeah. I think adds a level of competition, because me and Anthony will play to this day, NHL 94, and we don't say anything about it, but there's an unspoken, like, I want to beat this I kid, want, yeah. and he wants to beat me. It's also like, And when somebody scores a goal, it's that, like, posture <laughs> change where you, like, lean in. <laughs> And you just focus in a little higher. You're like, I gotta win yeah. this game. Uh, that also, it, that reminds me of like, I don't know if this count as technical sports games, but like WrestleMania 2000. Oh, no yes, Mercy. it totally Like does. WrestleMania 2000. I like and, that better and, and, than No Mercy because I'm just, you know, nostalgic. Everybody's like, oh, they added the ladders and stuff. I was like, ah. Uh, no Mercy's a better game, I think, but I get what you mean. WrestleMania we are 2000. the current oh. reigning, defending Tag team champ. Well, like, we 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 played this for years okay. back and forth. So th- this is a quick little aside with this story. Is this whole thing's Billy, been an aside? <laughs> yeah, this is a side podcast. We're getting our feet back into it. All right, um, you demanded it three. Uh, so it, we were facing our friend at Blake, our friend Blake's house. I forget who was it. Zach. Zach. Two, all right. So, well, Zach usually listens. I think Blake does too. So they were had a. They were like the tag team champions in, in WrestleMania 2000. And our friend Blake used to have this crappy, stupid movie. He would have a creator wrestler. Well, they the were punches. both creator wrestlers, and they had the worst move sets that were almost impossible to beat. Yeah, because they had the punches for a, like a DQ. Yeah. Or uh, no, a submission. So it was just like ground and pound, and like he wouldn't stop hitting you, and then eventually you lose. So it's in the middle of a party, we all went up to a bedroom for some reason and started banging. No, we started playing <laughs> banging that N64. And we were the Rock and Stone Cold. Yep, Rock and Stone Cold. We ended up beating them. Win the tag belts. This party gets interrupted by. Oh, no, no, no. During the rematch, because they demanded yes, a rematch. They did. During the rematch, <laughs> his uncle comes in 
And I think I was the only one who was probably even 21. I think it was me and you were. Yeah, it was like during that early portion where we So he breaks over. up the party, and we've never since had to defend, but we... And I know for a fact one time I did go over there, just me, like I was over there, and he they had the belts back. I said, you can't do that. No, no, no. He's just like, four because you can he change needs, the belts. Yeah, he needs a real title defense yeah. against us. Maybe we'll bring that. Maybe we can do like a stream or something like that. But um, but yeah, that's also one of the best sports games, I think. You know, some of those early wrestling games. Like, the early, early wrestling games, not so good. No, because they didn't like, have wrestling the full entrances. When it had the full entrances, like, I don't know why I want to see a computer entrance. But when it had the full entrance no, on cool. N64, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, even like the NWO WCW Revenge, like, oh man, what a game. Like, these are some oh, great yeah. games. La Parka? Anyway, so I'm going to throw some stuff that's happened recently in wrestling. I want to get your take on it. Brock Lesnar's return to WWE. Love it. Challenging Kofi Kingston. Absolutely love it. I would love to see Brock Lesnar lose. Because I think that would make such a great story to start their... Clean? A clean loss. I'm yeah. just asking. Okay. Like, uh, it would have to be some sort of, not chicanery, obviously that's not clean, but somewhere in the standpoint of he kind of sneaks a victory on him. You know, maybe a roll-up, or, you know, he knocks him into the turnbuckle real hard, and it looks like, oh. Because I just think that would shock the audience, because everybody watching that's like, all right, they're putting him on Fox, they're giving it to Brock Lesnar, they got the UFC connection going there, he's going to win, he's going to be the champion, that's how you're going to get viewers. I think you get viewers by saying, hey, this is Kofi Kingston. He just beat Brock Lesnar. Pay attention. Mm. Because if you just do the standard Brock wins, is that is it is it that interesting? The, the answer is, is it that interesting? No. But to watch Brock Lesnar on Fox on that debut episode beat a guy like Kofi Kingston, I think is going to happen because I think they're going to view this like the casual audience we're trying to bring back. They're not going to see Kofi Kingston as a true guy to face Brock Lesnar, which I think you know it's going to go 20 minutes, 17, 20 minutes. It's going to be great because Brock Lesnar always seems to do great against when he's with when the he small wants guys. To. When he wants to. I think this will be one of those. I hope it's one of those he wants to. Uh, these two have faced each other, by the way, in the past. It was a triple paper... threat. Oh, it was a three-on-one? Was nope. It? it was a one-on-one -on -one match, oh, if really? I'm not mistaken. I believe the Beast in the East pay-per-view that was or the live event that oh, was yes, created on was him versus Kofi Kingston and he squashed him in like three minutes yeah it was when Kofi it was the first time Brock Lesnar fought in Japan I think that was main evented by that was uh, Neville I thought it was Samoa Joe and uh, the, the Balor that was Balor. on the pay-per-view but I think the final match was a tag team I believe the players I don't know who was on whose side it was like Jericho Neville Wade Barrett and Somebody, I'm actually going to look this up. But yeah, so we have seen these two, oddly enough, in the ring together before. I think it should be interesting to see how it works. I just think it's going to be a Brock Lesnar win. I think they're going to put hit the title on him. And I hope with this new deal... So where do you go from there, though, if you put the title on him? Like, who I is hope, his next opponent? Unfortunately, you want to know where I think it's going to go? Roman Reigns? I have I'd a feeling. Pissed. I have a bad feeling. Dolph Ziggler and John Cena defeated Kane and King Barrett. I was off, but... How but it was Brock Lesnar versus Kofi yeah, in 236. <laughs> That's going to be the over-under we'll bet on, I think. I really over. think that Kofi, not only should he win it, but I think that Brock Lesnar owes... I mean, you saw what Kane did, which is what The Undertaker should have done, and which what fucking Stone Cold should have done. I disagree with that. No, I no, do. No. I think Stone Cold right now is in this weird, like, halo around him kind of spot where... He should have been attacked by The Fiend. I don't know. The Undertaker should have been attacked by the Fiend. The, uh, I think I'd rather go Stone Cold instead of instead of the Undertaker because the Undertaker is still somewhat of an active wrestler. Yeah. Most of the people he's doing it to, you don't see anymore. Because you're sending a message to your fans: Hey, this is what's important. 
And you're this, right. You are right on that. So you're doing that, and by having Brock Lesnar lose to, or Brock Lesnar loses to Kofi, you're sending the message that hey, we have more than just Brock Lesnar. If you're bringing a new mm. audience in and saying we have Brock Lesnar, here he is. You already know that. Yeah, it, you're it, not gonna. It, it is hard because I really think you should. For un- unfortunately, two things: Brock Lesnar's record this year, loss at WrestleMania. Lost at SummerSlam, both to Seth Rollins. That SummerSlam match was outstanding. I just don't see WWE putting him in a He's position to lose again. for that to matter. Though. I know. It should, it, well, th- that's why I don't like the way this match even is coming about. He just shows up. I'm getting the title match. There should have been something. This is where if you want to use Shane McMahon or you just have Kofi say he comes out and he goes, you yeah, don't deserve so this. There's so many easy ways to skirt it and still get it done. Like Here's You could have easily done your thing where it's, you know, there's a laundry list of guys he should have Kofi should have been like I want to see Buddy Murphy Daniel Bryan Kevin Owens he should have listed like Drew McIntyre uh, you could have done all that and then then said said, but at the end of the day I know that Shane's going to want this for the first match so I'm just going to say now I'll take it or just say but I want to apologize to all of them because Brock not only will I accept your challenge I have to beat you yeah just something like that. Just I, I have to beat you. You can make it make sense with a few sentences, and they just don't do it. No. And it's insulting to me. It was still good for Kofi to say something. Just say, like, I said when I won yeah. this belt at WrestleMania, I want to be a fighting champion, so you're on. Okay, cool. And we have another week to see how they're going to develop it. By the way, you brought it up to me, and I didn't even realize this, that it goes that SmackDown, Hell in a Cell, then the draft. So, yeah. So, we have the debut of Fox, SmackDown on Fox is October 4th. 4th. Hell in a Cell is October two days later. 6th, two days later. So we were talking like, oh, is that mean you're going to have a rematch? I think you're. this is it. I think you're not going to have yeah. a WWE Championship match at Hell in a Cell. I think then you're going to see a Raw will happen. And then we have the draft The fall on the 11th. We have the draft day one. Then on the 14th is draft day two. Which it's I don't so like them weird. doing the two. I just do it like when you go back to the original draft, we were there. It was in Worcester. It was at SmackDown Live. They did the very most first, of it that night. They it had was, some extra picks afterwards. It was, the whole night was yeah. just that. And then, yeah, you go to WWE.com. Okay. Then do that. Or just do it on Raw. But I get they're trying to do this whole thing where they're trying to shake hands now with Fox and with USA. I think it's going to be confusing. But I want a legit draft. I'm hoping. And I know it's going to peel back the fourth wall a little. But we live in 2019. Heyman Bischoff. Heyman Bischoff. Yeah. Put them, they don't have to be characters either. Just literally like. These are the guys. That, I mean, I still said it today. I hate the brand split. I hate the so many titles. Because if you have so many oh, of man. something, then none of them mean really anything. Because you can't it's, root uh, for two tag team titles. You just can't. It's ridiculous. They really, the tag team summit. Do I really need to see both oh. tag team champions on the same show? How about this? Just time, this year's Survivor Series, put an end to it. If you're going to have the champ, first of all, I have to put on this quick rant. Clash of Champions should be the night where the champions face each other. It doesn't make sense. It's not <laughs> fight your champions. It's Clash of Champions. That's when you should have had, and I think I put a tweet out, that if the, if it was a true Clash of the Champions, think about this card. You would have finally got that Kofi-Seth match. Yeah. You would have had Becky Lynch versus Bailey. You would have had, well, I, I didn't even think about the tag teams. You would have had New Day versus Strowman and Seth. AJ versus Nakamura. And AJ versus Nakamura. Meh. Just, but you say yeah. meh, but like they could have done that, and I think it they would have been a ma- shorter pay per view. That's for sure. Well, you could have then sprinkled in some of them, and the women, and then you could have done women's tag match, which I would have left just as is because I thought it was one of the most perfect women's tag matches ever, including the twenty four seven stuff in the middle. I'm okay with it, people. I like being entertained. I don't take it too seriously. I was just happy with the outfits and the wrestling. 
Nikki Cross did look good when she did that wiggle. Nikki Cross is pretty. Nikki Cross, not only, I don't even know looks, she is entertaining as oh, yeah. hell right now. She chews the and, scenery. And I will she does. And I will say, Alexa Bliss trying to pin our truth in the middle of the match. Like, I, I was so entertained for that eight-minute match. And, like, Sonya Deville always looks good, like, in-ring. And Mandy Rose just always looks good, period. So, I, I don't know. But where I was going to all this is that that's what I thought that pay-per-view should have been. Yeah. That's what you do one night, and that could have paused your storylines. When you're coming off the SummerSlams, you're coming off the WrestleMania's, don't go right into, like, another, like, title changey type of thing. Like, give us just a, a Too many nice... pay- That's another thing. Too many pay-per-views. It, it is true. That's one thing I think AEW's gonna, like, really change a little bit, because they're only probably gonna do four or five a year. Like NXT. And, that, well, that's why it's so fun. WWE's so smart. They, they, <laughs> here's why. They, so you have Raw and SmackDown, and the AEW's coming. They're like, we're not even pretend like that's competition for our big brands. It's we're going to make this. They, like, put NXT there to be like, yeah, just that. Like, they're in their own little sphere over there. We're over here in the big times. It's smart. Because that's that what we're going to do. That was very smart it. by them. They were saying, we're not worried about them taking away from our main show, just huh. our AAA show. Yeah. So they show that even their highest level isn't our highest level. Exactly. By any stretch of the imagination. Which is going to be interesting how it plays out. And I want all success for all of them. But back to your point about the Bischoff and Heyman thing yeah that can at least create to me a little bit of the animosity between the two brands even though it will never be real even though you'll still have cross-pollination it's just it's not ever going to work and i just can't wait for the day when they actually can see that i will say this though i think if there's ever a time it potentially could work it's now that these teams these creative teams are working for different channels yeah that's gonna be so Interesting. Like you heard, I know you've talked about the Pritchard podcast. You like, you don't like, but they talk about like when they did the brand split, like there was legit competition. Like they wanted to have the better shows. You heard these rumors of Road Dog when he was killing it. When they, when, when SmackDown was just a superior show compared to Raw when they first went live on Tuesdays, that like people were saying like there was animosity for Road Dog. And then when it wasn't doing well, then there was the fire Road Dog stuff and all that. It's like those guys knew like we're on the better show. And, I think it has to be true because there's no way the same people who were producing SmackDown like two years ago are currently producing it. Now. No, they've I been they all moved around and put them to Raw. Yeah, they, because once Vince sees that SmackDown's doing better, instead of you know taking that idea and moving it to Raw, he just takes those people, moves them to Raw, and then takes the Raw people and move them to SmackDown. Yeah, and people have been really. I, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I think now that Bischoff and Heyman have a bigger say or like creative control, whatever the real bullcrap is of their roles, I think you'll see like they're going to want their guys to be doing the roles that they want. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it all is going to play out because it's just going to be more entertainment for us. It really is. Like I think like the, I was thinking like Friday Night SmackDown. Oh my God. I don't know if I'm going to be watching SmackDown on Fridays. Then I think about half of my Fridays. I'm usually home or I'm around somewhere. And yeah, I got no life. I'm going to be watching But it. you have all weekend to catch up. Like, if you don't see it live... Okay. Yeah, you don't have to worry about the next night type of thing with yeah. Raw. Like, I mean, right now, like, with Raw and SmackDown back-to-back, as much as I've enjoyed it... It's actually it, good to have breathing room. It's going to be great, I think. Especially, like, say it's, like, even it's football season. So, you, like, Saturday morning, you, like, get up, go to the gym, you do whatever you do in life, and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to watch a little SmackDown while I'm doing something at the house, or I've got nothing else to do. I'm just going to watch wrestling. And it's, it's something new, and that's great. Like, if that happens on Tuesday with social media, you can't wait till the weekend to watch a wrestling thing at this point. Yeah, you, you just have, want to see you it. have a long time to consume Raw before you get SmackDown, so you're not going to miss anything. Yeah. I just Although, I will say, if they continue the same pattern they have had, you're going to get... You don't need to watch Raw. You can just watch SmackDown and watch all the recaps, or yeah, vice versa. Let's watch the Roman Reigns recap oh, for the 15th time. Uh, by the way, that whole storyline, I'm waiting to see how it all turns out, because uh, I still don't know what it really means. Except for Daniel Bryan turning face. 
Which obviously so weird. one of the best faces in the history of the company. But, but one of the better heels over the last few years. Yeah, it just think him in this position's too good, but there I think this is shows me he's gonna be either be one of the top faces on SmackDown Raw now because they need a top face. Speaking of top people, are you a Baron Corbin guy yet? I uh, so I've been a Baron Corbin guy <laughs> since day one ish. Ish. But I did not like anything that he's done in the last calendar year. People can say, Oh, I was on Baron Corbin. That's he was me. awful. It no, was it ba- no, it was really bad. He was he, not awful. When yes, he was. When he, he was, was not awful. No, the never in the ring. No, but in the all, like the, on the mic, he wasn't bad. No, but just turning him into that constable character, all that stuff was dumb. Him being in a storyline where he's retiring, Kurt Angle is not a good look. He was not there yet. No, but, but I guess it worked. I think out. it worked. Well, now it did, and I have to give Baron Corbin a lot of credit. I met him in person. I think it was. Whenever that Night of Champions was here, I think I'm wearing... Am I sitting on the... No, the different Night of Champions. That's the 2012 chair you're sitting on. You've got that awful, awful Survivor Series chair. Sitting on 13. Uh, it was the one when... Uh, who It was it, when he lost the title to Ziggler, then Ziggler dropped the U.S. title. He was the U.S. champion. Yeah. Long story Whatever short, was. he was. He came in, I met him, him and my, my wife, we came to the... Did an in-person uh, interview. Cool guy. And I looked at him, like, he's kind of like... Not like out of shape, anyways, but he's not in great shape. That's why he's wearing the fucking vest now. But oh, no. now he's wearing a beater. And he's in phenomenal yeah. Yeah, shape. He's in good shape now. He is leaned out. He just, he's, you know what he's done? He's really taken what all the, I think the criticism and all the crap that's happened to him to heart. And I think he's really changed his game. He is really incredible. He still to never watch. had a bad match, though. I still have never mm. seen him have a bad match. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. Him and Ziggler, when they first like weren't lighting the world on fire. That's Zig- that's more a Ziggler. Thing. No, it's never. I will never be able. Ziggler's incredible in the ring. He yeah. is. No, he is. Yeah. And you don't have to like him. Yeah. I don't care if you don't like his character, but he's usually puts on a good show. Usually, Baron but, Corbin always does. He's the uh, Roman Reigns. No, he's Roman Reigns. Okay. Just okay. Great matches. Okay. Especially against little guys. That Gable that match he was does. great. The Gable match is great. You know why? Because Gable. I'm not saying Baron Corbin's not good. Great. The, the no, end sequence. Not, I'm not was, saying he's good either. He's great. Uh, the point of this whole thing, though, is <laughs> I'm into Baron Corbin. I'm glad he's going to be the king. I will say this one thing that being like historical, I like. He's had so many major wins and has a lot of like his resume is pretty bulky right now. Yeah. He was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner on his Stud. first night. He's been a uh, now he's king of the ring. He won. Um, this is one of the things, obviously he, he won money in the bank. Money, money in the bank. Lost to John Cena, but no, he lost to Jinder Mahal. Oh, Jinder Mahal, <laughs> but it was after a John Cena match. John or Cena interfered to oh, make sure it didn't happen, oh, and they yeah, fought yeah. at SummerSlam. It was awful, but that's another. Part By of the me. way, they brought this up again on the knocker the other night. He got the John Cena chance. He got the Let's yeah. Go Corbin. Corbin sucks. That is unreal. <laughs> that he is at that level. That doesn't happen I for anyone. He's really at that level. That doesn't happen for anyone. It doesn't. You're right. It usually is like, it's just let's Cena. go f- Baller, and then it's Let's yeah, Go Shinsuke, Miz. Yeah, Shinsuke, Yeah, whatever. whatever. Exactly. Yeah, good for He friend. got the Let's Go Baller. Let's Go Corbin. Corbin sucks. That is phenomenal. I think it's a waste of poor Gable in the ring. I, think I thought, Gable they, I thought be... they made Gable as well. That showed me that you can have so, a winner and a loser and have both people get up. I will say this. Brian Alvarez, is, who works with like Dave Meltzer and has his own little thing, he said that WWE giving this to Baron Corbin is the biggest waste. They need baby faces. They don't need heels. I completely disagreed. I think it made Gable more of a bigger baby face that you want to see come from underneath. Do you really want to see a king... The bit, it's not a baby face gimmick. It rarely is. It's you have to pull it off tactic. really well. It's like Bret Hart... Mm, who else was Kim Mabel was a well, heel Mabel right. was a heel Austin was a heel uh, Triple H was a heel the last one I can think of was Ken Shamrock 
Yeah. Kenshiro was a yeah. face, and do you and ever remember him? Yeah. And do you remember him at all as a... No. King of the Ring? Hell no. no. Speaking of Kid Shamrock, fighting Moose at Bound for Glory in like two weeks. Yeah, and he beats the shit out of people, right? I, he's 50, 60 years old, I is think. Is he really? Jesus. And he looks insane. Yeah, well, he is insane. And I tweeted at him, and he liked my tweet. One of the greatest injuries... Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, when I love he just, him. like, beat himself up? No, no, ah! no. You just hit your chest. He never hit his chest. It was his head. Yeah, his head. He probably uh, knocked uh, himself unconscious, and he would just... Oh, he was... He, to me, is still... I think we should do... You know what? This could be an idea. The 11 most, like, blown opportunities by uh, in wrestling history. He was... And to me... He's up there, he's but number he just one. wasn't a promo guy. I think that was the only thing he missed. He, 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 my he, reason... He, he looked like a psychopath. He did. My reason is he came in from being one of the biggest names in UFC at the time, or MMA, whatever you want to call it. He refereed Austin, Austin Hart, Hart, and him and Hart did a little thing. Never paid off. He no. fought. He fought fucking Owen Hart in the dungeon. One of the greatest. He matches. fought <laughs> Owen Hart in the dungeon. He fought Owen Hart in the um, oh, Lions the, the Den. Lions he Den. fought Steve Blackman. I feel like every day yeah. he fought <laughs> Dan Severn, which just didn't work, even though those guys were both MMA guys. Just weird career, and then he became a tag team partner with the boss man. They became part of the corporation, just like in the WWE fold. Like that's like imagine Brock Lesnar right now, just being a tag team guy with like Baron Corbin. Yeah, they they it's missed weird. out a little bit on him. I would say. I think he, just, he was a pretty memorable guy. Yeah, he should have been a major part of like that. Yeah, he never had a title next, push. No, he had an IC title push. Yeah. Him, Rock, Mankind had a great triple threat. I think it was Breakdown in 1998. Breakdown. But it's like he was just. I don't know, but I think that could be a good podcast. So look at like both of us just to dig into like some of those guys and think about big missed opportunities. Like one of the guys we just met, like Owen Hart. Oh, I think yeah. he's one of the biggest. Well, I think missed... I think that's just because of what happened to him. I but even he... before that, like during the Montreal screw job, you could have strapped a rock you know, all the rocket. Say, the rocket to him. He yeah. could have I think he could have became I don't think they wanted to, but like he could have been that next guy underneath. He was still kinda young. He was what, like in his mid thirties when he died? Yeah, I think he was thirty so he could have had a pretty good run. I know they were doing the the old gimmick with him. Oh, the was, blue blazer, uh, the blue blazer. But he could have had something big after that. Because oh, I think he, he was he was going to be a champion. He was like, a stud. He's. I one mean, of that's guys. why Kevin Owens is named Owens. Yeah, and his son's named Owen. Yeah, because after Owen Hart. Yeah. So I mean, he was. I think he wasn't wasted. No, but I think he could have had. Well, we could retitle yeah, he could have it. I just a, think he could have been an absolute. Or could stuff. we could do like eleven guys that could have been, should have been champion. Yes, that's the a top good eleven list. guys that should have been champion in different eras because it doesn't always like obviously one that always going to come to mind. Ted DiBiase or Mr. Perfect. Those two. Like, oh, well, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, he's one. Rick Rude. Rick Rude. See, I don't look at him as champion. Champion as a heel champion. I just I don't think he's a blown opportunity with it. We'll save all this yeah. for things. So a couple more things that have happened recently. Well, let, how about this? Let's jump to this. Two weeks from tonight, we're gonna have AEW versus NXT. What do you think, or how about this, where are your eyes going to be? NXT. On that first night? Yeah. I mean, I mm. will watch both back and forth, like old school Nitro days, and it'll be a little easier with you the know I didn't really flip all that much. I would watch the first hour when it was on. Yeah, of and Nitro. And then I would always switch back in the commercials and see what was happening. Yeah, usually the first hour was was pretty damn good programming. It was usually cruiserweights and Cruise, then followed yeah. like a Disco Inferno thing and then they it's would set funny. the main event. I was going to say this and I remember I used to watch a lot oh, of Doc my dad Wondekin. when I was when I was younger and like 97, 98, always Disco Inferno was in the first hour. Yeah, it was great. I feel like he was like, I don't know, I, I have to listen to maybe more of like, no, Vince Russo does stuff. He was, must have been, there must have been something like testing yeah, with that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was great and I used to always we watch Saturday Night. the duck. Oh my God. Gotta have this duck. Come he, on, yeah. I feel like he was duck. always out there. Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho during those days. So I'm gonna be very interested to see how this is all gonna play out. I think the first night because we're going to AEW, AEW. on the second tape. Yeah. 
So we won't see NXT live that night. I'm just going to be very interested because I, I, I just have to see the way NXT, I mean, AEW starts programs. I just need to see the beginning, the very opening because, listen, WWE is a live television producer. That's what they do. So I'm going to be very interested to see what AEW, how they do it because sometimes their production has been up and match. down. I think they come out with a match. They have to. I think they have to. And I think it has to be like Young Bucks. I think I would go, maybe that tournament, they're doing this tag tournament. I think maybe Young Bucks got to be the first match. Yeah. Because you've heard all it's the hype choice. around them. Because then, you know, we could redo our tag. Now that you're going to see them on television, maybe we could redo our best tag teams. No, 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 no. Never. No, that's, that, that, that list just set in stone. Oh, yeah, actually, if it's happened, it's, yeah. it's done. Yeah. It's in the annals of time. Um, I already shellacked it on a plate. Yeah, there you go. So uh, we'll just, the biggest thing happening in wrestling, we'll wrap up on this, The Fiend. The Fiend one, being... One quick thing oh, for you. I'm going to take my Sasha Banks victory lap. On how it was done. It's boss time. By the way, Michael Cole didn't say that. He didn't? No. Well, when she came back, he did. Yeah, I know, but he didn't say it like this week when oh, she came okay. out. I think he's, maybe because she's a heel. Yeah. It, it's boss time. By the way, the, is Corey, Corey Graves needs to pick a street with Sasha Banks. The fact that he still is against her, even though she's a heel now. Just come on, man. Be a heel. Yeah, like, I don't like the heel. Yeah. You like all that. And there's all these rumors about him. I think he's he's one of the guys. I think it's rumored that Michael Cole and he will be going to SmackDown. Todd Phillips will be out of the Smack that role. I don't know. There's a whole lot of mumbo jumbo being said on the internet. Vic Joseph could be the new lead guy on Raw. Who knows? I liked him. It was good. I, I liked him too, but I don't know if I'm ready to just unless Michael Cole's done, which I'm okay with. If he wants yeah. to just go to the backstage, cool. As we saw when Michael Cole is on color commentary, he's awesome. He was one Basically. of the best color commentators they've had in a while. Basically, as long as Vince isn't in your ear, you're okay. Yeah, it's, that's it's, why I like more Ronell because he's not getting talked to by Vince. No, go do your thing. Yeah, that's why Jr. Like on AEW, whether you like it's kind of a mess. I think that three-man boot's gonna be really good. By the way, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jr. Tony Schiavone and um, Excalibur. I'm a huge Excalibur. Fan. I hated him. Really? In that one pay-per-view, I fucking hated Excalibur? him. Excalibur? Yeah, I didn't like Are you him. Are sure all? you knew which one the voice that he was? The not... one with the mask on. Ah, oh, yes, that would be his yeah. face. But Alex Marvez and the one you watched was bad, so that's why they've moved him out of it. And you know, I like Tony Schiavone. Yeah, I, I know. By the way, Conrad Thompson just bringing all these fossils back from the dead. He, they're all get jobs. They all, like. I'm waiting for the day that Conrad Thompson just like owns a company. I mean, he pretty much puts on a lot of their stuff, right? He does well, all their he, promotions. he doesn't work for AEW. He makes that very clear. But he is smart because WWE won't let him do the... Like, if WrestleMania weekend, he they won't let him do a yeah, Starcade. Yeah. Starcast, so he just does it where AEW it is. Because they don't have the bigger aura around them, aside from it. Smart! But back to my Sasha Banks victory lap. She thought it was stupid that they got the tag team titles. Oh, my God. She did! She didn't think it, it was, was a bad stupid. call! Watch the Chronicles. She didn't think it was stupid. She just was... Not happy with the company. She was not happy with her place. Because they stuck her in the tag team titles. Made no sense. The Iconics. It wouldn't, I wouldn't say it didn't make no sense. Made no sense. You needed someone historic to start No, it. you don't. And it was two that's of... the thing that it drives was two me of, nuts. She almost CM Punk'd you. Your, your first tag team champions one almost left the company. That's why it doesn't matter who's first. Nobody fucking remembers. Nobody fucking cares. And by the way, the Iconics, great first choice. They would have been fine. Who? I don't even know who they are. Yeah, anymore. I know. Iconic, <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're, they're fucking great. I don't see them on TV. Yeah, <laughs> but it would have been a better moment for a babyface to win at WrestleMania. It's just that simple. you're right, just but simple. I'm just simple I'm a historian. Guys. I'm a big fan of the first a historian. It's fake history. They make it up. Oh, you can oh, pick whoever you want. It, it just it doesn't matter who they pick. It's still real history. All right. Doesn't make it fake history. Yes, fake yes. history is like I don't know presidencies and stuff like John Quincy Adams, like Dave, the fictional uh... guy from Lost. No, the movie Dave. Oh, like that president? Yeah. Yeah, that's all that's in there. What was the Warren Beatty movie that Ghetto Superstars uh Dick on the side? Mm, was it Dick? I don't no. think it's called oh, Dick. Oh, but Bullworth? 
Was that Bullworth? Was that the movie that Ghetto Superstar was made for? I think so. So, The Fiend. <laughs> oh, yes, The Fiend. The best thing in wrestling. <laughs> no, he is. 100%. You can't tell so, me that the Firefly Funhouse isn't great. I was great. I is, think it still is, is great. It's good now. I'm just... The storylines have gotten a little bit convoluted if you listen. Oh, by the way, this is a revelation. I need to go back and check it to make sure it actually happened. But I think Nestle said, our buddy Rossi on the podcast. Well, if that's the case, I will I was not like, take oh, a man, drink. I will not take a drink. Our back. buddy Rossi. Well, what did I say? Did I do something up? good? He, he, <laughs> I think he was calling you out for your uh, uh, three-man tag team things. Like, this is how, well, if you have that many people on the roster... You have to do it. No, you don't. I totally agree with him. No, you, you don't have to do it. All right. The last thing I'll say about this is if you have 50 guys on a weekly basis, sometimes you're not just going to pay you people. You don't have to put them all. You're not going to pay people not to be on the show. They do all the time. I know, but some of their bigger names. This week was, listen, it was a perfect, This it was New Day versus That's Revival. fine. Those are, that's a one yeah. real three-man that was, team. That that's fine. what I was talking about. Yeah. Other so than my that, man, Nessel, yeah. I want him to know my buddy, my personal pal, <laughs> That it's okay for sometimes for them to do it. I agree with their point in, in total. Enough. All the time. I'm sick of it. Especially on Raw. Three hours. We can figure it out, people. Or, how about this? More factions. More, more factions. factions. I'm fine with that. And then we can have Just more of that. Six-man tags suck. They're always boring. Occasionally. Yeah, they're never must-see. I'll say it that way. Yeah. I don't say they're boring, but... Okay, so, The Fiend. Fiend. Going for a championship. Is it? I don't even know if they've officially said if it's inside Hell in a Cell. It's going to be. Gotta be. So, versus Seth Rollins... I just I don't like it. I think the fiend like we were saying this before we started. Slow burn, yeah. I would have loved to have seen fiend maybe even somehow involved with. I know it's I don't want it to be in there either, but like in that Roman Reigns storyline where it's like he was the one doing it or something. Or my point is that I don't want him in a title picture because if he wins the title and he's only fought one match so far, it's like where does this go? He doesn't seem like a character who cares about the belt. That's one thing for sure, which I thought of as well. Two, what does he do when he has the belt? How does he carry it? Like, that's just, like, from a cinema standpoint, his one entrance we've seen so far was fucking amazing. Yeah, with the fucking head. Again, yes, he doesn't seem like a guy who needs the belt. The Undertaker went for years, years, as a main event player without a title. Yeah, he got it. I'll say, he did get it early. He did get it early. And then guess what? He dropped it early. And then he didn't have another title run for For almost like six years. Which is what I think they should do with him. Because again, you can make somebody the main event without the title. They've done it for a long time. People always... This is the argument I hate more than anything else in the entire world. Let me guess. Last match? No, no, no. no. It's the... He doesn't need the title. He is a title. And I always am like, well then... That makes no sense. If he's the best thing, he needs the title. And you now have, I'm no, fighting no. against that because he's a he's he is an attraction. And I'm using I'm going against all of the stuff that I hate. But there are exceptions to the rule. And he's this is hypocrite. But continue. He, he is the exception <laughs> to the rule. He doesn't make sense in the title picture right now. But if you're gonna do it, he's as hot as it's gonna get. I say right now it would be perfect if he actually was facing Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman took the L. And he's gonna take another one, but he should, and he should be against the Fiend. Because I think right now, if someone said Braun Strowman versus Fiend coming up at Hell in a Cell, and then Seth Rollins versus, well, we can figure that part out after. I'm into that. That could be a great B storyline. Again, it's just a little bit of continuity you can fix with a sentence or two in a funhouse where he's just like, I talked to Vince, or Vince comes in and he goes, Vince, you know, my buddy the Fiend, he's been looking pretty good. Why don't you give him a title shot? Oh, that sounds great. Good shit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds you like money. That's you all you gotta money. do to just make it fit. But all of a sudden, it's just like the Fiend is facing him at Hell in a Cell. Why? Because he makes money. 
I know that, but just... But that's literally what they said in the phone house that time. It's like, you make a lot of money, pal. He's like, I'm going to go straight to hell. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in hell. Okay. I, and I also would like to maybe see... This is just me. Now that they've gotten out of those funhouse innuendo stuff, which we never really got much out of. It was just cool. I wouldn't mind to see this other version of Bray on actual live TV. No, I think you keep it separate. You just keep him in that funhouse? Either that or you do okay. a segment that's up on the stage where he's doing it. I just, I don't want him to fight. I just want him to like come out in front of the crowd and say like something. I just think sooner or later it's going to happen. But I, I kind of like it though. I, the more I'm saying it, the more you're saying it, actually, you're opening my eyes. But I do, I just think eventually it's going to happen. I don't so, know. I, the less you see of him, the better. But that's why I just don't want him anywhere near a belt at this point. He shouldn't even be in a... He's the perfect How character. How long did you see the belt when Brock Lesnar had it? You never but that, My point, though, is he's the perfect guy. Like, whatever they go of WrestleMania 36 thereafter, I was like, the after WrestleMania, like, where do you go? He's the perfect guy then. Yeah, the Reset and stuff. Like, he would have been good there. I just don't know. We're in the middle of the fall. And just say he beat yeah, Seth Rollins. But, like, forget about even getting to WrestleMania. Like, what do we do? Like, who's his opponent's? Yeah, it's already, weird to me. He's already climbed the highest mountain, and he's the the highest guy in the company. And it's and baby faces are hard to find right now. Like, so who you're rolling out? Braun Strowman. Uh, like, are you going to guy that's underneath? Like, are we looking more deeper in? There's gonna be a shuffling. The raw. I my real hope is that they have this match, and the fiend like just destroys Seth Rollins, but doesn't pin him. Like, does some weird... I know it's getting people bullshit. Oh, this is stupid. No finish. But, like, just as something like... Yeah, you can't do that because you've already buried your tag team titles by doing what you did to it the last few weeks. By having a non-tag team hold them, then having a non-tag team win them, and then and having them team all get win. beat up by one guy. That's the other thing that blew my mind. A quick aside, on, on fucking Monday Night Raw, you have the tag team summit, and then you have them all get squashed by one guy. Two tag team champions in the ring. No summit happened, and Braun Strowman came out and destroyed them. Uh, fucking terrible. But yeah, I don't know where you go there from. I'm just very. You, you can't have Bra- you can't have Bray Wyatt not take the title because then that title means dick. I know. Like it's just I know. It's just weird. I'm I'm very concerned, but at the same time intrigued. They haven't fucked him up yet, though. I know, but it's only been two months. No, since he's, he's been in the ring. Since, he's been, since the ring. he's been in the ring, it's only been two months. But this character progression. Yeah. One of my buddies has always been. I don't know. They're gonna fuck it up eventually. They haven't done it yet. So I'm going to give them some credit. Maybe they have something planned. Maybe the draft will bring up some NXT guys. Maybe it's fucking the Velveteen Dream he's facing. Who knows? Oh, I don't want that. I think you could do something with that. I mean, you could, but that's another good thing underneath. Like, that's a good, like, early in the night, like, oh, something really cool to see. Or right before your main event because it's a spectacle. I think he needs to be that spectacle. Like, him versus Finn Balor couldn't have been more perfect. Yes, but maybe they have something up their sleeve. I know. I'm, I'm actually, actually going to give them credit yeah. and give them faith in this one because they haven't fucked it up yet. And I thought from Jump Street they would fuck this up, and they didn't. I know. I'm just so concerned about how what's going to happen here. You genuinely actually look concerned too. I am because I'm like I don't want to see. Like I'm also into Seth Rollins as the champion. No one is. You're the well, only. I, one. I am. Um, me and the crowd uh, that booed no. him. That booed his crap out of the park. Yeah, remember when they said when he said he was the best wrestler and he got fucking almost booed out of the building? I like it. It's bravado. I'm the best podcast host. Just fucking dig right That's in. That's more true than Seth Rollins <laughs> no, being the best wrestler. Not. 100%. Definitely not. 100%. Uh, take all the credit. Come on. <laughs> Keep saying 100%. No, but it is one of those things that I just think I'm interested. I just think I like that they had the Seth Rollins big win over Brock Lesnar. I like that he got the win over Braun Strowman. I just, I just, I don't know. I, I would have liked to have seen this title reign last a little bit longer. See, I don't legitimate like it. 
any of that stuff. I hate the fact that he fought Braun. I hate the fact that they were tag team champions. I hate the fact that they won the tag team champions. You know what would have been more interesting? If they kept that tag team championship. I still thought. <laughs> no, it would have. Because in the match, like tag team champions fighting each other that earlier in the night defended and won. Because usually this always happens. Like John Cena and Shawn Michaels fought at WrestleMania. They were tag team champions. Okay, it doesn't care. But they didn't defend those titles in the same night. It's just weird. It never works out. It never makes sense. But don't worry. We have Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode as your tag champs. Uh, and then Seth Rollins eats the pin on that. Oh. It's weird. That also, doesn't that make Robert Roode the number one contender? Well, he fought him on Monday night. I think that's how they yeah, got that him. Yeah, that was a number one contender. That was a title match. I don't know. It, like, it, it, they're a bad tag team anyways. It like, oh God. I just, I, I hate the tag team division. I hate the fucking champion we right need, now. We need some saviors in there. And AOP might be those guys. And the Usos when they come back after that. No, I think that those guys are not, they're not going to be given titles anytime soon. Well, why? Because they have too many DUIs. They, they, the last two times they got DUIs, they won the belts that night. Dude, they, are, they should be called the Uso Deweys. <sighs> That's fine. They're great, man. They're the best they tag team in professional wrestling. And so says the podcast once. Yeah. So I will say this. Though, I think that, I just think if there's one belt, if there's one thing we need to combine, it's a tag belt. All of them. One division. Combine I don't care. Them. You can switch between breaths. Don't care. Don't care what show you're on. Have the two tag belts is really it's a it's you disturbing. You have maybe nine to ten total tag teams in the whole company. That's not enough to have two belts. No, especially ones that like you're just squashing half of them anyways. Like heavy machinery squashed World titles between <laughs> ten fucking teams, maybe yeah. ten. And it's like that's the one thing I think easily. I, I don't think it's an argument that AEW is going to crush them when it comes to tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling will main event legit tag teams, not fucking hodgepodge tag teams at the end of the yeah, night. You're not going to see just make up. Yeah, like even think about when Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, like that was a quote hod, hodgepodge tag team. They were just brothers, and they're brothers, and they're like it makes sense. They were a tag team at one point. Yeah, but at, like usually the main event of Raw. Is recently, it's been match. a little bit. It's, it's tag team matches of people who aren't in tag teams or six-man yeah. team. Like, ridiculous. No one wants to see that shit. You think they should make a uh, six-man tag? Oh, God, I would fucking... A championship I would stop three watching man. wrestling. That, I would Ring stop of Honor has it. watching wrestling. They have, a, they have the, the... I don't watch Ring of Honor. The three, three six-man tag. I'm sure it's better than whatever the WWE does. Well, it is, because it's at least a story. Like, that's where, like, those SEU guys that you see on, on All Elite, those guys were, like, the six-man tag team champions before. It's weird. It's just there's so many tags. But I think for WWE, just I'm nervous about The Fiend. I think as the next few weeks go on, it's going to be very interesting to see kind of where this goes. I don't think he's in any way... Imagine if Seth Rollins beats him. He won't. There's no way. Seth, That's the other thing. Seth Rollins needs to get about 10% of this match's offense. It needs to be 90% Fiend. This is, that's not going to happen. because here's it has the, to be. But here's another problem. Whether you like Seth Rollins as a babyface or not, no Seth does. Rollins is like your main guy in this company right now. He's Which like the face. Call, but, yeah. but no, I think it's still the right call because it gives Roman Reigns an opportunity to regain like some of it. But here's the weird part. You put him in positions against guys like Braun Strowman. Who's a babyface. Who people like kind of want to like. Everybody who's a babyface. Now you're gonna put him against Bray Wyatt. Like Where people aren't gonna root for him. Yeah. Like go back, and I hate to always do this because nostalgia. But when Bret Hart was fighting dudes, you didn't want to see the other dude win. Well, that was also the '90s, and it was good guy, bad guy. I know, but but that's my point. Still, is like you didn't want to see the other guy. Like when he fought Brock Lesnar, you wanted to see Seth Rollins win, even if you didn't. Like people wanted to see Seth Rollins beat him. It's like somebody got to beat this guy, and he did it, and it was awesome. Then it's like we're going right into Braun Strowman. It's like bad call. Yes. We needed somebody a little more like you didn't want to see win at all. Like there was no chance you want to see that guy win. You just can't have Seth Rollins isn't a good babyface. His, his problem is he has a babyface moveset that people ooh and ah for. But when he gets on the mic, he's, he's a heel. trash. He's a heel. He's a heel. He'd be a great heel again. He, he is just a heel. 
He's just a heel. Some people, when you look at him, Baron Corbin. Heel. Fucking heel. The heel Miz. for life. I don't care what it says. The Miz. Fucking heel. heel. Heel for life. It is tough to have a good baby face. And it's okay to be a heel. Yes. That's the other part. In this day and age, it's better to be a what heel. What was Austin? Heel. Yes. His whole career, he was a heel. He was a bad guy. He was mean. He, he was beat spiteful. up his boss. Yes. Go to work tomorrow. Go beat up your like boss. That. Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't go over well. I don't think that's going to go over so well when you're in jail. Yeah. I don't know. All right. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Listen, I think next week, so we're going to have a week before we get to the the Wednesday Night Wars, I think we should segment some stuff. This is the podcast after the podcast on the podcast. Yep. Should we come up with another top 11 next week? Should we, should we do a top? Yeah, let's do it. Should we go with guys that should have been champion? Sure. I like that. All right, you make a list. I'll make a list. I'll actually officially combine it for our top yeah. 11. No. Now it has to be 11, though. Oh, it can't it. be like We're, 12. No, no. Well, there's no, and no honorable mentions. Well, really? No. No. The top 11, firm. 11 firm. All right. That's big talk right there. Listen, I like to, you know, 11 hard. We're going right. to go 11 hard next week. That's right. probably going to put both of us together. In like a in a in a in a one of those traps called those Japanese Chinese finger trap Chinese finger trap put both of the, both <laughs> we'll of we'll dock both of our units together <laughs> and it's eleven eleven firm all right eleven hard eleven strong baby next week so if you have any ideas or topic or not topics but of people you think who um, should have been champion it could be any company any federation anywhere yeah, tweet us don't give me like old uh, New Japan or what was the other what's the other Japan wrestling company just mainly WWE from the ages also all, yeah, WCW that counts yeah, that's that, a real that federation count. <laughs> Jesus here we go again what what do you think these other places aren't real no what about TNA if someone wants to bring up something from no, TNA that doesn't count I don't know if Abyss was ever the champion there <laughs> He should have been. He was good. All right. He's already on But he's not a real company, so that doesn't matter. It's a real company. No. They made some money. No. If you're doing shows out of mostly one state, So what if I wanted to say Bully Ray in WWE was never a champion, but he was a champion in TNA? No. Technically, he was a world champion. No, that's bullshit. He was was a 45-time tag team champion. He he should have never been a singles competitor anyways. He's the greatest tag team of all time. No, he's not. Not even close. Greatest interracial tag team of all time. I don't even know if that's true. Let me think. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. It's them and like uh, um, APA. Oh, that was a good tag team. That was an honorable mention. See, they can come up. We just can't Whatever. say honorable. He's mention. he's at Billy D twenty four eleven. Follow oh. him on Twitter. Give him slide into his DMs. They open. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Wide open. Now, that's what I like to see. What uh, what dating sites? Are you still doing dating sites? No, off them all. No swiping. No swiping. Probably better. Yeah, it's awful. It takes up a lot of your time. It's like a full time job. It's kind of like Twitter. Yeah, try to really the, stay on. I mean, I, it, the, there's worse people on the dating sites. I'd say, and that's saying something. And I'm at Jason D. Rossi. You can follow us along. Next week, we'll be doing the top ten uh, wrestlers that sh- they. What do we want to say? Should have been champion. Should have yeah. had a championship. Should have been champ. Should have been champ. Yeah, that sounds good, Bill. Frank says hi. <laughs>